I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 98, A Marvelous Work and a Wonder, studying Isaiah chapters 13 and 14, 24 through 30, and chapter 25. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter of God, just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home too. So, um, I want to start off with a little quotation from President Bonnie H. Carden. It's at the very, very beginning of the um, Come Follow Me, if you want to find it. Um, She says, More scriptures enlighten our minds, nourish our spirits, answer our questions, increase our trust in the Lord, and help us center our lives on Him. And, um... Ultimately, everything that we are doing, whether it's at home, at work, at school, at play, in the scriptures, out of the scriptures, on the internet, whatever it is, the goal of all of it should be to learn more about Christ so we can become more like Christ and then we can follow him back to our heavenly parents, right? That's the goal. Um, and I noticed while I was preparing for this episode that I've spent many of the last couple of podcast episodes while recording, um, and that my preparation up until then had been done with the goal of getting it done, the goal of getting it finished, um, while also being begrudging that I had given myself one more thing to do. (laughs) And I realized that I had forgotten my true goal, my goal of my initial intent with this podcast, um, which was to talk about Christ and to get to the meat and potatoes of how where he is in the scriptures. Um, so today, I'm going to focus more on that. Um, originally, when I started the podcast, my questions were always, What do we learn about Heavenly Father from this? What do we learn about Christ from these scriptures? What do we learn about the plan of salvation? Um, And over time, I've narrowed it down to what do we learn about Christ? Because what we learn about Christ is what we we know about God. Um, The things that we learn about Christ are how we learn about God. And the more that we know about God by knowing about Christ, the more we fully understand the plan of salvation. Um, So it all came back down to the same thing. So for today's podcast, um, I'm going to talk about one set of scriptures, and it's just two verses. We're in Isaiah chapter 25, looking at verses 8 and 9, and I am going to read them um, just because it's... (laughs) It's a lot of chapters. It's a lot of chapters that we're looking at here. So we're just going to, I'm just going to read the two little verses that I'm talking about, but I really, really like these two and they stood out to me um, in my studies. Um, As I was listening and reading and trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to talk about here. Um, So chapter 25, verses 8 and 9, he will swallow up death in victory And the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off of, from off all the earth. 
for the Lord hath spoken it, and it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Um, and I just loved these scriptures. I think sometimes it's really, really easy to get bogged down by the weight of the heaviness of the world, by the injustice of the world. Um, I'm sure many of you know the Queen of England passed over the weekend. Um, I think it was on on Friday. On Friday, she she passed. Um, Friday, Thursday, Friday, somewhere in there. And um, and Jake and I are big Anglophiles. Love, love, love England. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm like twenty percent Scottish, and um, I've got some British in me too. And Jake does as well. And we've been. Um, Jake's been to London twice. I've been one time. Um, you know, with him and, um, we watch a lot of BBC. Anyway, my point is here that we, we love the UK. Um, I, ideally I'd love to live there someday. I think it'd be a blast, but I was interested to discover kind of the mixed reactions of the queen's passing. And you're probably like, Donica, you just said like four seconds ago, we were talking about Jesus and now you're talking about the queen of England. Yeah, I promise. I'm getting there. Um, I think that it's something to keep in mind that things that we perceive as sad, right? Like the passing of the Queen of England. There were people who rejoiced in it, which kind of boggles my mind a little bit. I understand, like, logically their thought processes, um, but emotionally it just doesn't click for me. Um, and... There are, is all this heaviness. There's always two ways about it or 12 ways about it. There's always a different point of view. And I think that it's really, really easy to get weighed down in all of this and to feel like, how could we possibly know what is right? Because we haven't considered every single, um, matter. We haven't considered every single angle. And I think that ultimately remembering that God is in control, that Christ is good and he is just and he knows. He knows, right? There are going to be people, again, we're going to use the Queen of England as an example just because she's been on my mind. There are people that are like, good, she should have died because she was a queen of the colonial you know, country that tried to take over the whole world 200 years ago. Um, which technically that statement is correct. Was the queen out taking over people? Probably not. But God is going to look at her and Christ is going to look at her and look into her eyes and he is going to know her intentions. He is going to know her heart and he's going to know how she felt and what she tried to do with the power that she was given and how she tried to make peace and bring unity and all of these different things. And there's always going to be people who scoff at it. And there's always going to be people who misunderstand. And there's always going to be people who say, well, you didn't do enough. And I love that at the end of the day, we are not judged by any of these people. 
we are not judged by a single one of these people that looks on our lives and determines that we didn't do enough based on their standards that they never told us. They, we didn't do what we should have done, or we should have done more of this, or we should have done less of that, or we should have been more of this. We should have been more or less of that. We're not judged by any of that. Um, the only judgment that matters is the judgment from Christ and he will look at us and see the entire story. He will know the entire story. There will be no secret moments. There will be no items hidden in the closet. They're everything. He will see the whole picture. He will know our hearts and our intentions. And even when we said that thing that came off as rude and really offended that person, we did mean it with love. And we probably shouldn't have said it the way that we said it. But we meant it with love. And we thought we were trying to be helpful. Right? This kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I want to mention is in these scriptures specifically. Um, I love, like, he will swallow up death and victory. Right? This is verse 8. And that's pretty obvious. Right? We have the resurrection. We already know that he has conquered death. This is my favorite part. And the Lord will wipe away tears from off all faces. And I love this because it's such an intimate moment. Um, I think about wiping the tears off of my children's faces um, and running my thumb over their tiny little baby cheeks as I wipe off their tears, particularly if they were crying and I picked them up and now they've settled and now things are okay, but there's still that streak and that little bit of tear and I just wipe it away because that's, that's a memory of the hurt and I don't want that. I want, I want the sweetness I have right in front of me now. Um, and I just love the kind of the intimacy of that moment between Christ and between us and that it should be like that. Um, today in our Relief Society meeting, um, we were talking about prayer and I mentioned, it's really interesting, that um, in the scriptures, right, um, there tends to be a lot of thee and thou and thy and thine, right? These are all different forms of the word you, right? Thee is you. Thine is your. Um, and I could line it up for you, but it doesn't matter. Um, and we have... We look at these things and we think, oh, thee and thine, that's so formal. That's so, like, it separates us. It makes God higher than us, which, by the way, he is. Oh, no. Is the baby going to... Nope, he's bonking. I don't know. Something happened with the kids. Um, and um, anyway, sorry, I got distracted by my kids. So with thee and thy and thou, when these words originally were used in context in their time. Thee, thou, thine are words that are used when you are speaking to your children, when you are speaking to your husband, when you are speaking to your mother or your best friend or your sister, the people that you are closest and most intimate to, they're most informal because you have that level of intimacy and vulnerability with them. And so when Christ and Heavenly Father, when they ask us to speak to them with this thee and thou and thine, they're not saying, hey, 
we are holier than you are, which again, technically, yeah, they are. Um, it's not, it's not meant to be a separator. These words are not meant to be a separator. They are meant to be a uniter and to bring us closer to each other. So the you and the your are actually considered more formal. So there's a little English tidbit for you. Um, but I just love this idea that at the end of it all, the point of it all is Christ and he will be there for us, swallowing death up in victory, wiping away our tears and taking the rebuke of his people off the earth. It won't be there anymore. And that we are going to have this moment and we are going to rejoice in it and be like, we have been waiting for this. And so as the world continues to get more and more scary, remember that that's part of the plan. We are moving in the direction that the Lord intends. We're moving in the direction that God intends and we are getting closer and that he will be here hopefully any day. <laughs> and I'll talk to you next week.